Join us on Aliens Explored for our third anniversary. We will be going over some of the highlights from the last year and maybe deciding that some of those topics need to be revisited. These issues are by no means settled and we might be taking bets on how long it takes before one of us is triggered. If you really want to help us keep on doing what we do, you might consider signing up for our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash aliens explored for the paltry sum of two pounds rapidly devaluing sterling a month. Aliens Explored is a weekly podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Welcome back, listeners, to this special episode of Aliens Explored because it is our anniversary episode. <laughs> This is the party pop-up, party squeaker. I <laughs> don't know how well that would go on the actual recording, uh, but I am one of your your hosts, Stu Jackson. And I'm your other host, Neil Kelly. Yeah, party squeak will probably sound like a rope alarm on this, <laughs> this system. <laughs> Definitely. Happy anniversary, Neil. Happy anniversary, Stu. <laughs> Three years. I know. Three years. It's, Who'd have it's, thought? It's, I definitely didn't. I mean, back, yeah, 31st of July 2020, that's when we launched. Mm. I did not think we'd still be... I mean, didn't plan not to be still going. No. But we didn't set, make our mission to last three years or yeah, we'll probably be saying this in another three years time we never, who'd have thought we'd have lived this long <laughs> well at the time during the pandemic mm, yeah I, I, yeah that was it yeah definitely it, in question every episode could have been our last gasp couldn't it you never know could have been um not that we're like particularly morbid like that but <laughs> um but yeah no we i mean we started out of course just as a for a bit of fun, something to do during during lockdown. Yeah, uh, and this turned out to be way more popular than I think either of us predicted. Yeah. So thank you, listeners. It's uh, mm, keep listening. We'll, we'll try and stay interesting. <laughs> it it I don't know about you. Know, I I get quite a lot of validation from that. Hmm. Um. Because. This, I, I do, yeah, when I see the figures, I think, bloody is, hell. We've been yeah, listening to all over the world. We're just being ourselves mm. when we discuss these things. So, you know, it's it's yeah. a nice um, nice little ego boost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get many of those in our industry, do we? Because even if we're like, we get praise, it's for... Playing some is for being somebody else other than ourselves, isn't it? Usually, yeah. So yeah, you, yeah. You, do, you, you played that <laughs> villain really well. You played that victim really well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so to get praise for just being us, yeah, that's nice. That's nice. So thank you, listeners. Mm. <laughs> it, could, it could so easily have gone the other way, couldn't it? <laughs> Well, I'm saying thank you, listeners. Obviously, I'm excluding those that send us abuse. Oh, yes. <laughs> Trolls. Um, this isn't for you. We're not pleased to be broadcasting you. But uh, we're, we're glad you're keeping our viewing, our listening figures up anyway. 
Yeah, even if it is only so that you can <laughs> tell us where a pair of idiots. And not that we get much. We, mm. You know, it, it's it's rare, but it's uh, it stands out because of its rarity, I suppose. Um, anyway, so <laughs> today to celebrate, we're going to look back over the last year, mm. and um, so something before we do the so several times you keep talking about this being season two. Mm. After today, we're into season four. Are we indeed? Yes. <laughs> okay. So I just want to make that clear right from the outset, right from the beginning of season four. We're in season four. We're in season four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Because we had that little yeah. hiatus, didn't we, when we were very busy? We did. Doing other we did. Things and... For uh, December and January. Um, we did it indeed. So, yeah, so we're not going back too far. We're on episode. This is 142. Mm. Uh, so, episode 102 was our two year anniversary. Uh, so, yeah, so we only did 40 episodes this last year mm. uh, because of our time off due to playing um, certain. No, no, no. We did. Uh, we did. A special episode that was unnumbered. So no, we did forty-one episodes. Okay, forty-two. No, forty-two episodes. Oh gosh, I'm losing the plot here. Um, yeah, forty-one episodes. Anyway, yes. <laughs> so there we go. I can't count. I'm losing the plot uh, completely. So we launched straight into the year uh, in August. Uh, with an episode about the Bermuda Triangle. Mm. And uh, I, to, I still have to refrain from singing the Barry Manilow song. <laughs> I find it quite easy to refrain from singing Barry Manilow song. Oh, it is catchy. It's an earworm. Probably probably mm. a, few of, a few of our listeners have got that already, just, but just the mention of it. But yeah, yeah the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle, which is a, an, an oddly ill-defined area. Isn't it that by some, depending on who you're talking to, I mean one one part of the trunk will extend as far as the coast of Ireland. You know, it covers the whole Atlantic. So yeah, there's a there's a large area for uh, otherworldly phenomena. I think the general principle is is quite specific. I know part of it's Florida, Florida, Bermuda, and um, and somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> The third bit, yeah, it's it's generally accepted, but as as you rightly pointed out at the time, you get just as many disappearances in other parts of the yeah uh, uh, the world as you do there anyway. But there just have been uh, these odd stories about whole squadrons of aircraft disappearing yeah. and then reappearing years later. Yeah, and it's it's, uh, yeah. It, it's the radio broadcasts of people talking about vortexes, mm. vortices, 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 vortices appearing, instruments going haywire, mm. that kind of thing. So yeah, so definitely an interesting one that, and uh, and the week after, mm. I often <laughs> feel well <laughs> look back at this one. I put your nose slightly out of joint. Mm-hmm. Um, because we had our our first guest of the year on um, with Amy, because uh, our mutual friend Amy, who I took her and her partner looking at crop circles. Yes, yeah, he did, and, uh, and filmed it. Yeah, I often feel like because when I was editing it back, um, you kept saying, "And Stu took Amy looking at crop circles without me." <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. I'm thinking, oh, yeah. oh, put your nose out, Jane. Behind. <laughs> well, we're going to rectify that, aren't we? We are, hopefully, hopefully Ooh. very soon. Now that we've got a bit of free time. Yes, in a matter of weeks. Uh, so we're so we're recording this um, about a month in advance, and mm. hopefully in in the next couple of weeks, uh, Neil and I are going to be looking at some crop circles. I mean, it, this it year, is so. crop circle season now, isn't it? And I've got, it is has been for a couple of months. And I've got that drone that I've never flown. I'm going to 
get that out, give it a give it a try. You're going to bring your drone as well. I'll bring Excellent. my drone too. Yeah, to verify. I mean, Excellent. I don't think it produces great quality picture, but you never know. I'm going to take it over Brockwell Park and have a little illegal fly around just just to get Excellent. used to the thing. Excellent. Uh, well, Wiltshire's a great place uh, to be to be doing that. Um, so yeah, so we're going to go and have a look at some some crop circles. We'll take the dowsing rods and the EMF reader. Okay. And uh, and all the bits and pieces, uh, all the accoutrements. See if we can find some genuine crop circles. I mean, is there I mean, they're all genuine, but you know, is, is there is there some sort of hotline like like bird watchers have? Yeah, for certain. Kind of bird is spotted somewhere. So all the twitch—they're called twitchers, aren't they? Is there an equivalent for crop circles? Um, phone not say, a, oh, there's been one spotted there, and they can. Not a hotline, but there are certain websites. Um, I tend to use one called Crop Circle Connector. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that really does, but they have to have crop circles reported to them uh, to publish them. But uh, but they they stay pretty well ahead of the game. Um, mm. Sometimes it's just a matter of driving around Wiltshire and seeing if you can spot one. I've done that many times. Yeah. Or flying a drone around and seeing if you can. Yeah. Depends on the range of your drone, that one. <laughs> no, I suppose just, just going up high, you know, he might. Uh... Mm-hmm. Oh, you can okay. see quite a, quite a good distance when you get to 200 feet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, definitely something to look forward to as well. And uh, we're uh, uh, we're also been talking about a trip to Randlesham Forest, haven't we? We have talked about that too. Yeah. What are we talking? Are we talking to about the UFO an, an, an overnight vigil? We can definitely talk about doing that. Um, go camping for the night. Yeah. Mm. Well, sitting out in the open, just looking at the. That's it. Um. And then in episode 105, uh, we talked about Luis Elizondo, who has been in the media quite a bit since then. Seems to be very polarising. Luis Elizondo. Luis Elizondo, yeah. Yeah, the uh, ex-ATIP uh, guy. Oh, he keeps saying, yeah. there's all these things out there that the public aren't aware of, but he never says what they are. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not allowed. You know, that's... Yeah. You know. If you knew what I knew, that sort of... Kind yeah. of. Kind of. That's his... Uh, but he does push for disclosure, so... Having worked for an organisation where, where secrecy was pretty paramount... You know, you did not go around saying if you knew what I knew, because that's that's inviting people to to grill you. That you know, you keep information secret primarily by not even letting people realise that you know a secret, that there is a secret to be found out. As soon as they know there's a secret to be found out, that's given them a massive pointer in the right direction. No, but if you know of a secret that you believe should be in the public domain well, yeah, I suppose... take a different approach, then. Um, as Julian Assange will be able to tell you, yeah, that that kind of thing does carry its consequences. Mmm. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Um, moving on to episode 106, uh, we talked about the uh, Flying Saucer Working Party. Yes. As, uh, as commissioned by Winston Churchill himself. I mean, that's mm. proof that certainly the British government has been investigating UFOs for a long time. When, when was it commissioned? Was it um, when he returned to government in the early 50s? It, it, it was, yes. yes. So it would and have been after uh, the... Um... It was after the Second World War. Yeah. Yeah, so, so the Flying Saucer Working Party um, was... It, it, it was after, you were saying about an event in 1948. Well, after the events of Roswell and uh, Area 51, so it would have been, which were just after the war, weren't they? So Yes, yes. So, yes, it so, was definitely after those. Obviously, those were in America, but um, mm. certainly had a global reach. I mean... But then Churchill came, the, came back to power in 1950, and at that time, Britain and America, I suppose they still are, really, but uh, were... were 
very, very close allies. Mm. Yes. Um, and uh, Britain was much less the junior partner then, I guess. I oh, mean, it, it still was, but, uh, <laughs> but less yeah. so than now. Uh, certainly from a military point of view, I think. Uh, yeah. that's fair to say um, and uh, to be honest the, the Flying Social Working Party it was lip service because they investigated a whole 200 cases mm. which is a, a, you know a, an absolute drop in the ocean but it showed that uh, the government was indeed taking them seriously or, or at least uh, going through the motions of taking yes. these things <laughs> seriously being seen to do an I mean, it, it could have been that, yeah, I mean, why they wrapped the whole thing up, I mean, it could have been a fairly small-scale thing, but maybe someone said, do you realise that because we have this official working party, that actually people are going to believe that UFOs are real? They, they know that their government is looking at it seriously. Um, they're, going to con- they're going to draw certain conclusions from that, which aren't could necessarily... Be justified maybe Could that's be. why just, let's wind this thing up before people get too too excited about it yeah i think that's a a reasonable hypothesis mm. um, moving on to episode 107 we discussed now depending on um what name you want it was either project aurora project dark star or project astra hmm um yeah that was a that's basically reverse engineered uh, alien technology in the guise of a um, an aeroplane. Hmm. Which I think we've. Who knows? Who knows what's reverse engineered alien technology? Maybe um, we know that Teflon came out of the space program. We have mm-hmm. non-stick frying pans thanks to the space program. Um, because they could spend unlimited. I mean, a lot of a lot of technology comes out of war because in times of war, there's no limit on spending. Yes. That um, you can't say, well, the enemy's maybe got this. We don't know how to count. Well, we we could counter it, but it would cost too much. Um, the answer is no. You've just got to counter it. Talking about technology coming from the space programs. Um, do you know I've I've got a pen. That mm. can write underwater. Hmm. I mean, it can write all sorts of other words as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, lame joke. <laughs> lame joke. Uh, moving on very swiftly then. So, episodes one hundred eight and one hundred nine uh, was a two-parter. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of a breaking news one that at the time because the. Calvine UFO photograph that that famously disappeared uh, reappeared again. The photograph uh, or the UFO? The photograph. The photograph. Right. Uh, so yeah, thirty years later, thirty odd years later, yeah, it uh, it resurfaced, um, and that was quite a big, big thing at the time. Nobody's talking about it now, though, which uh, mm. is curious. Um, but yeah, that's uh, one of the clearest photos of a, I'll say UAP, mm. um, that we've ever had to date. And it went missing. And it went missing, which is dodgy in of itself. But the fact it reappeared, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I still remain convinced that this is part of disclosure happening, little by little, step by step, drip, drip, drip away. As opposed to someone just misplacing it somewhere misfiling it and then it it remains lost for i mean that's how yeah, that's that, how medical records get lost isn't it the doctor just you know, gets dropped behind the filing cabinet or something and it's only when the office is is redecorated they have to move the filing cabinet oh what's this around here although 30 years admittedly is a long time to go without decorating but not unheard of in local government circles no, and it's not just a question of one copy of the photograph went missing. Um, all the copies of the photograph were collected in, and mm. then it was never seen again. Well, that's so. always going to happen, isn't it? You put uh, your eggs in one basket, you lose the basket. <laughs> yeah. 
So there we go. Um, then in episode 110, we discussed David Adair and his alleged visit to Area 51 with his uh, his homemade rocket. Okay, yes. Uh, yeah, interesting, interesting chap. Um, mm. Don't know as I, sort of looking back on it, and and if David's listening, apologies for this, but I don't know. I don't find him a particularly credible person, but there are a number of aspects to his story that that do hold up. Oh well, yeah, he built a homemade rocket. I mean, that's pretty cool, isn't it? I mean, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, assuming he did, of course. <laughs> <laughs> if he really did. <laughs> this bloke here reckons he built a rocket. That's under question. Mm. Um, yeah, but there we go. Um, then we went back to 1440 BC with episode 111, uh, talking about one of the earliest recorded uh, UFOs, the fiery disks in the Tully Papyrus. Hmm. Uh, fiery discs that's a really that's quite a vivid description isn't it um could be or it could be what we were talking about in previous episodes about ball lightning will of the wisps marsh gas could be could be um in episode 112 we had a subject suggested by our listener michelle hello michelle hi michelle um who asked the question, are UFOs time travellers? Mm. And I still think there's a lot of credence to that idea. I mean, we just don't know. You know, are they are they extraterrestrial? Are they from the same planet as us? Are they interdimensional? Are they time travellers? And all of which are equally plausible, I think. Hmm. It's funny, isn't it, that we we never see UFOs in space. I mean, we're looking out with our telescopes. We we don't see something coming from the direction of Jupiter or whatever. We just, yeah, you know, they're just suddenly here. Uh, yeah, we do. Do we? We haven't covered them on the show yet. Okay. Well, we talked about the moon really early on. Mm. Uh, the UFOs on the moon. The ones that are parked up on the dark side of the moon. Uh, we talked about the ones parked around the crater when uh, Apollo landed. Hmm. Mm. But that's what I mean. We don't. We, I mean, we far off, far more often see UFOs in our own atmosphere rather than yes, traveling through space like a conventional, thing. like a conventional spacecraft, like a like a returning Apollo mission. We don't see it like that. No, that's very true. Um, maybe that's a subject for future discussion. I like mm. the idea of that. Yeah. Why don't we see them in space? Well, maybe we do. Why, see why do we never see them coming? You uh, know, that's... Yeah, I think that's it. And I'll remind mm. you of Amuamua as well. Yeah. That we discussed. And if if we do see them coming, why don't they trigger our uh, you know, superpower defences? So, oh shit, incoming. Do. Launch all missiles. I still think they do. And then Ooh. you'll be saying, if they're that advanced, why do they keep crashing? Because they're triggering our defences. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think there our defences are geared towards shooting down <laughs> incoming craft, really. They, they're geared more to just retaliating mm. against the terrestrial source of that craft. That's that's a whole topic for discussion right there, I think. Isn't it? <laughs> can of worms. Absolutely. Um, then in episode 113, we revisited the Phoenix Lights uh, and looked at uh, Symington and his uh, his press conference where he... Well, it, originally he was like... He was mocking the idea of ETs and then he's come forward afterwards and said, no, I shouldn't have done that. Um, it was a bit more serious, and it was, the ETs you know, was were very offended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he did a bit of a turnaround. Hmm. Um, 
Then in episode 114, we discussed Philip J. Corso, of course. All these memories coming back, they're flooding back. Philip J. Corso. Yeah. Uh, and one that uh, was it's probably still relevant to this day. Uh, episode 115, we discussed the recent UFOs in the Ukraine. Yeah. I still wonder, is, is it that people are just looking to the skies more in, in places like war zones? Is it that the skies are being monitored more and therefore they're seeing UFOs that would ordinarily get missed? Or is it misidentification of things like missiles? Well, I suppose if you're you're working for Ukrainian air defences and you see something on your radar that um, that, um, you know doesn't belong to you, um, well, that's a UFO, isn't it? And presumed hostile in that sort of situation. Exactly it, and uh, yeah, that's really? where we uh, took our sabbatical. Uh, we did a, a quick wrap-up episode with one one six. That was um, back at the beginning of November. We took our our time off to do our. Uh, no, you weren't. Uh, you weren't Father Christmasing last. I wasn't time, Father Christmas. No, I just stayed doing Mister Monopoly. Right, right. Um, but yeah, but I was off Father Christmasing, really busy. Mm. Um, and we uh, we got back together again, ready for February. Uh, so third of February we came back, Yay. Uh, where we had a very special episode one one seven, where one of our listeners, uh, Lisa Eckland, um, had sent us. Her personal UFO footage. Oh, the the light flying around. The, yeah, the, the, the light mm. in the sky that seemed to follow her. Are we going to call that an orb? Was it an orb? I wouldn't call that an orb, no, because it was more like rotating lights, wasn't it? Mm. But it seemed to follow her on her journey. Yeah, it didn't seem to be very big either, did it? I mean, it was... Not huge, not huge. But then it's really hard to get. You know how high up was it? Mm. It could have been like it looked massive, like it buzzing around a telegraph pole. Yeah, mm. really, really interesting. And it was great to chat, of course, to mm. to Lisa on the show. Uh, Someone definitely who, unlike us, has actually seen something in the sky she can't explain. Uh, Enough to be us? unnerved. Excuse sorry. me. Excuse unlike, me. Unlike me. Unlike me. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know well, what? I've, I've looked I, up in the sky and seen something. I thought, oh, I don't know what that is. But uh, oh well, probably just something. And do you know what? I'm willing to bet that the vast majority of people have seen something like that. It's just they dismiss it. Hmm. It's, it's only when you're sort of into the community the ufo community that you actually start questioning much much more or maybe looking a bit harder and looking a bit harder as well absolutely Hmm. interesting um then episode 118 we went back to 218 bc uh looking at the phantom ships seen in rome as recorded by uh is it Livy or Levi or... I think it's Levi, isn't it? Livy. Or Levy. Oh. <laughs> Livy. It, it's and something I mean, like that. Fan- phantom ships are a, a sort of phenomenon, aren't they, in the maritime community, seeing these... You know, people see these phantom ships. Mm. But you saw them on land. These, these shimmerers, yeah. Describe them as being like phantom ships. Mm. Really interesting one, that one. Uh, in episode 119, we talked about To the Stars Academy and their connection, of course, uh, with Blink 182. Mm. Tom DeLong there. Um, yeah, I, I get their newsletters and it doesn't seem to be anything of any real consequence, I must admit. Okay. That it's been going out from them. Um, but we uh, live in hope. Perhaps that's another programme to do. Mm. So that's another discussion to have. What they've been sending out from the to the Stars Academy. 
Maybe. Um, then we had a special episode which was unnumbered. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about the UAPs that were shot down in February this year. We mm. don't talk about those anymore. What happened to these investigations and results that were going to happen? I've only um, just realised this myself. We don't talk about them anymore. We don't talk about them anymore. No, it's, where, where were they shot down? Just remind me. Uh, in America, hmm. um, there was one like the size of a, a car, they said, but without any wings or visible signs of propulsion. Hmm. Um, yeah, they were going to. So they they got the wreckage pretty quickly, and and to investigate it, but. Yeah, I wonder what happened with that. We'll have to do a mm. where are they now <laughs> special. <laughs> Those shot down UAPs. Mm. Yeah, that was really big news back in 20... The whole UFO community was absolutely buzzing about it back at the time. It was mm. on national news and everything. Hmm. Yeah, we need to revisit that one. Yeah. Um... Speaking of things disappearing, uh, episode 120, we talked about Granger Taylor and his homemade flying saucer. And then he disappeared, but and left the flying saucer behind, so he didn't fly off a net. I mean, it wasn't... He did build it as a flying saucer. He built a flying saucer-shaped study. But, mm. uh, yeah. So it's yeah. slightly but misnomered, a, a, that a, a one. A playhouse, really. Flying yes. saucer-shaped. But then, yes. he, then he disappeared. Yeah. Oh, I wish yeah. him well, wherever he is. Mm, absolutely. Um, then we talked about Robert Bigelow, who's the new owner of Skinwalker Ranch. And, mm. So we did, we, we mentioned this last episode, you know, oh, maybe we ought to revisit Skinwalker. And, and yeah, I'm, I think that's a good idea. But we did talk a little bit about Robert Bigelow, of course, uh, with episode 121. Uh, then 122, we went back to 76 BC and when Pliny the Elder saw a UFO. Mm. Uh, 123 and 124 uh, was a two-parter. Uh, we had the annual UAP report. Oh, yes. yes. Which we told us this. nothing. <laughs> Pretty much what you'd expect. Of course, we only get to see the public version, not the. Uh, mm. But the very fact that they say, "Well, this is this is the this is the bit that um, the public can consume," as you can see, there's nothing in it. Um, <laughs> but there's another bit of it that you're not allowed to see, right? Yes. But don't worry, there's nothing in that either. But you're just not allowed to see it. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Well, be interesting to see what uh, the UAP report because mm. it's annual now. It's going to be happening every year. See, this again, the fact it exists tells me we're steps and drips towards disclosure. Because now every year you've got a UAP report coming out. Hmm. And I every year I think we're not. I think 10 <laughs> years time we'll still be sat here saying any time now. But oh, I don't probably. Think. I'm, I'm not saying it's like we're on the verge of disclosure or because you know, mm. people talk about disclosure as this binary thing like we're just going to wake up one day and all the governments are going to admit no 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 we get drip we're being drip fed it um it, it's going to take decades yet it's been happening for decades and it's got decades left to go definitely so the people um, who decided to start it they're, they're long dead <laughs> Uh, but we do know that, um, of course, uh, as we discussed in episode 125, that uh, aliens do exist and have been captured by the government because we discussed the captured alien, E.B. Yeah. Or E.B. Extraterrestrial Biological Entity. Yeah. Mm. yeah. We discussed him. Um, you're, say you're saying that like you don't agree with me, Neil. Without disclosure, <laughs> no, I, I think it's my job here to, to not agree with you about that, isn't it? That's a, I think that's the fundamental thing we can disagree on. <laughs> to keep me grounded. <laughs> that's the idea. 
<laughs> well, one chap who I do think is very grounded, mm. even if he does have his head in the skies, is George Knapp. And we discussed him in episode 126. Of course, most famous for breaking the news about Bob Lazar back in the day. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that's George Knapp. In episode 127, we go back to 74 BC, looking at the Pithos-shaped UFO in Phrygia. Remember the one that stopped the two invading armies from attacking each other because it landed between them? Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, the problem I have with these these ancient aliens, these BC accounts, is, yeah, how much of it is mythology... How much of it? Yeah, they, there's all sorts of stuff that they wrote about giants and angels and yeah, you know. aliens, mate. <laughs> they were accurate records of aliens, fairies and witches and, you know, and aliens. aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I will die on this hill. Uh, probably quite. <laughs> And probably quite soon looking at the look mm. on Neil's face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> episode 128, we looked at Project Aquarius, uh, which is quite similar to um, Project Serpo, wasn't it, that one? Well, these projects all seem to be very similar in their scope. Um, and Some of them definitely are. Um we looked at so one that definitely isn't BC because it was only 2008. In episode 129, we looked at the police helicopter that had a near miss with the UFO in Wales. Hmm. So not even recent history, but uh, but nearby to us, relatively speaking. Uh, we in episode 130 and 131 we looked at the whole phenomenon of the men in black who come knocking at your door whenever you yeah. whenever you uh, claim to have seen something and they come yeah, and tell you that no you didn't yeah. no you didn't see anything yeah. because what black. you think you saw you did not see straight from the lyrics of the uh, of the Will Smiths song <laughs> Yep, we discussed uh, an ancient history one again, uh, the Peruvian Gate of the Gods, or the mm. real Stargate, which uh, I know you remain very unconvinced about. It's just a doorway cut into a rock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very impressive. It's mm. very, it's quite an impressive monument. But it's not even a door, is it? It's just, it's just the rock's been cut to look like a door. Yes. Didn't open. Well, well, unless you know the magic it, word, I guess. Or have the golden disc. Mm. Uh, and then it turns into a portal. Um, in episode 133, we discussed the National Archives UFO project, as set up by Dr. David Clark, uh, and the good work that that does. And then uh, episodes 134 and 135 was another two-parter, um, now I got, I got told off for this for mispronouncing the place name, uh, which I should know better as a Yorkshireman. Mm -hmm. uh, I got told off by someone from Lancashire. Would you believe? Of course. Uh, I I called it Todd Morden. It's not. It's Todmorden. 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 Yes. Anyway, that was the 1980 uh, encounter that PC Alan Godfrey had. And there was a lot to unpick with that. Mm, I remember. I've got his book now. I really need to read it. Really need to read it. Um, getting a bit closer to today, uh, in episode 136, we discussed Heaven's Gate, the, the old yes, UFO the... doomsday cult. And do you remember yeah, you said a big thing suicide. about their footwear was all Nike and all the same? Hmm. Do you remember saying yeah. that? Uh, so yeah, it turns. <laughs> I did a bit of research on this after the episode. Yeah, it was a very specific type of Nike footwear that uh, that got pulled as a result of yeah. So Nike poor publicity. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, so if you can find a pair of these vintage Nike, I've forgotten the name of them now, but uh, if you can find a pair of these, they're worth an absolute fortune. Wow. So I, I don't get, I, I mean, I'm a collector of things, but I don't get people paying silly money for for trainers. No, my my brother-in-law. When whenever he comes over here, he'll he'll go and look at look at shoe shops and 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 look to buy trainers, which he can sell apparently for a decent profit in Holland. Fair. So, I mean, if people are into it, great. Yeah. Good luck to them. I, yeah. I just I don't get it. That's just me. Yeah. No, I um, don't get it either. Episode one thirty-seven. We did a change so we keep, we've we've been planning on talk our last episode of course we're talking about orbs we've been planning on talking about orbs for a long time mm. um and uh it got put back first of all because we discussed the first of may las vegas encounter so that was proper breaking news uh, i mean for us for it us, went yeah. out of course on the 23rd of june but <laughs> mm. which but is it, actually uh, still very recent uh, oh yeah as absolutely. we speak now absolutely uh so yeah that was uh that was really interesting then we looked at whether or not da vinci hid an alien in the mona lisa yes, yes we laughing did. away there yeah <laughs> <laughs> episode 139 uh <laughs> rhyming although i didn't plan it that way 139 project condine Hmm. Not to be confused with the condom. The con, yeah. Uh, project, yes. Uh, we discussed Project Condine. And then. Uh, that was in the 1990s, wasn't it? The Condine Project. Mm. Looking at um, right. re- re- UFO reports. That's right. Most of uh, which it explained, and the rest said, don't know. That's it. Yeah. Uh, ep- episode 140, we pushed the alien oars back again uh, mm. as we discussed another breaking news item. Uh, David Grush, the uh, yes. Pentagon yeah. whistleblower. Uh, of course, there have been developments about that since. So oh, that is it, is maybe that's in, one we in, need to. In big trouble? No. Okay. No, he's not. No, he's not. Has he got someone uh, else in trouble? Uh, there are other people who have come out in support of what he's saying. Let's okay. put it that way, and let's let's maybe leave that for a, uh, a future episode because mm. uh, I think that'll be an interesting one to revisit. Um, and then, of course, last week, we've said one forty-one. We finally got we to it. We finally alien got to the alien orbs. orbs. Yeah. Uh, so there we go. Uh, anything the end of- that you want us to discuss in the year coming up in season four, Neil? I think we I think we picked up on a few things there, didn't we? Things we've got to revisit. Definitely. Or we'll Skinwalker skin Ranch. Um, David uh, Grush. David Grush. What's yeah, happened to absolutely. him? Absolutely. Absolutely. The uh, the downed UAPs. Hmm. That no one talks about anymore. <laughs> There's definitely a few things there. Um, so notes, subjects I've already got planned for us to discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, next year is talking, or next season, should I say, uh, talking about Charles Hall and his alien encounter. Uh, there. There's a chap um, called Albert K. Bender. Hmm. The International Flying Saucer Bureau. Okay. Albert K. Bender. Yeah. There's a famous UK photograph called the Cumberland Spaceman, which uh, is a photograph of, looks very much like uh, someone in a spacesuit taken in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> Plan for us to talk about Mothman at some point, because... There are definitely some sort of extraterrestrial potential connections uh, with the uh, what people have seen and and described as being Mothman. Hmm, that's very um, much folklore, though, isn't it? Folklore and legend and 
Well, there have been sightings. I mean, it's like saying Bigfoot is folklore. Hmm. You do have photographs and sightings that could be interpreted. So, hmm. maybe, maybe not. Uh, that'll be for the listeners to decide. Uh, as a chap called uh, Paul Benowitz, who wants us to discuss, uh, there was an abduction in Scotland uh, on the A70. Uh Oh, a nice one connected with crop circles. Uh, there is an artifact called the Roswell Rock. Okay. Uh, so this is a uh, is that basically the- a, a small rock fits in the palm of your hand that has uh, etched onto it a design of a crop circle that appeared in the UK. And it's an identical okay. design. I thought you were going to say it was a big rock in the middle of Roswell that this UFO was coming in for a nice landing. It just hit uh, this rock. And no, it was it was found at Roswell. Okay. Uh, so there we go. We'll be discussing that one in keeping with the uh, crop circle connection. Hmm. I think it would be a good idea for us to discuss the mowing devil of 1678. What many people consider to be the first recorded crop circle. The Mowing Devil. The Mowing Devil. Uh, You'll like this. We're going to discuss a a famous debunker. Hmm. And hopefully debunk the debunker. Uh, Philip J. Class. We've mentioned him a lot. We've come across him as as a lot. Yeah. Yes. So I thought, you know, it's time we had an episode dedicated to him. Not, not. No, not dedicated to it. About him. <laughs> yeah. I mean... It's not uh, one of my favourite I, I seem to recall that he's the guy they send in when they really want to shut down a discussion about something. They, as the government. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's the one. Mm. Um, there is the aerial school UFO incident. I'm going to start rattling through these now because we're running out of time. Um, skyfish, or flying rods, as a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Puma Punku and its precise engineering. Uh, there's John F. Stratton, J. Stratton. We're going to be looking at some point at the alien structures that exist on the moon, Neil. Okay. <laughs> that we've seen. Um, Brittany Dodson, who we talked to a couple of years ago, uh, you'll remember. Mm. Uh, Is it that long ago now? It's over a year ago. Wow. It's got to be over a year ago because we've just run through everything we talked about Mm. last year. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And she wasn't one of them. Yeah. So, uh, but Brittany Dodson suggested that we look at whether RH negative blood uh, as a blood type comes from extraterrestrials. Mm -hmm. So we'll be looking at that. Uh, an interesting one, when the British tried uh, sacking Washington, D.C. in 1814, did aliens stop that from happening? Um, no, uh, I don't think they did. I think they, they quite successfully <laughs> sacked Washington in 1814. So why didn't they succeed in winning? They did. The British? In 1814, the War of 1812. Yeah, the, the Brits went over and really... Gave the Americans a good kicking. You know, the White House, it's called that because it was it had to be repainted to cover up mm-hmm. all the all the smoke smuts, all the yes. all, it was black it was smoke blackened after the, the Royal Fusiliers had been through Washington and uh, yeah, went through like a dose of salt. I mean they didn't reinvade the United States, but So, so why aren't we still in control of America then? Sorry? Why, why we aren't what? we still in control of America? We we had a dust up with them over I think it was over the slave trade. I think it was um, um, America was still illegal because the, the transatlantic trade had been declared illegal, but people were still bringing slaves over and they were being stopped by Royal Navy ships uh, who would not only take the slaves, but um, but also maybe some of the crew and say, you're a fine looking young lad. Welcome to the Royal Navy. And it turned into a big dust-up, and the Americans really came off worse. Sorry to any of our American listeners, the War of eighteen twelve <laughs> was not um, was not a not a victory for you. 
Uh, it was part well, of gonna, the thinking when when America was looking to establish I'm, I'm itself. Gonna, I, no. I'm, I'm going to say let's save it for that episode. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> because I have some thoughts that uh, that might might be up for debate on all that. Okay. Uh, but we shall see. Um, but you don't have long to wait. That's going to be episode 144. Mm-hmm. So it's only going to be a fortnight's time. But next week, uh, we're going to be looking at the fabulous work on all sorts of things, cattle mutilations, crop circles, as well as UFOs, as done by Linda Moulton Howe, mm. who's a big mover and shaker in the UFO community. Okay, so that's our next episode. Yep, Linda Moulton Howe. So uh, you don't want to miss that one, listeners. Uh, so... Yeah, thanks for sticking with us with our retrospective. Mm -hmm. Sorry I had to stop you there, Neil. (laughs) (laughs) You were really getting into that. I can tell. I was getting into it, yeah. Save it it for the episode. Mm. (laughs) So, yes. uh, So, do join us next week, listeners. Uh, as yeah we discuss Linda Moulton Howe um, in the meantime if there are any subjects that we've not listed that you'd like us to discuss this season coming uh, do let us know you can let us know via the usual means you can email us aliensexplored at gmail.com you can contact us through Facebook Twitter or YouTube by searching Aliens Explored or if you are one of our Patreon subscribers it only costs you £2 a month um, or whatever your currency of choice is uh, similar to and uh, yeah you can get exclusive access to our discord server so you can talk to us through that as well Uh, so yeah so we'll look forward to seeing you next time when we'll be into season 4 proper in the meantime Keep watching out for everything UFO related. And of course, keep watching the skies. Catch you next time. Bye bye. Take care for now. Bye. Aliens Explored is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Mafucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit aliensexplored.com